back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. October 13th, 2020. Paging T-Mobile, the iPhone 12 launched today. The 5G iPhone is here, and AT&T slapped a record-breaking subsidy on it. That's good news for Apple, which would benefit if the six-year lengthening of the replacement cycle inverted. It was also a good day for Verizon's Hans Vestberg, who got to flip the switch on his 5G network on Apple stage with Tim Cook and introduce millimeter wave spectrum across the complete line of new iPhones. It was less fun for Mike Sievert. The fat subsidy is back. AT&T is offering an $800 subsidy to existing customers for trade-ins valued as little as $95. That is the largest promotion we have ever seen on an iPhone launch day. Topping the $650 offers by all carriers back in 2016, and topping the $700 that Verizon offered to new subscribers last year. AT&T gave us a glimpse of their aggression back in August with an aggressive promo on the Samsung Note, but we did not expect that to carry over to the higher volume iPhone. Verizon also has an $800 trade-in offer, but it's limited to new subscribers on their unlimited rate plans. Headline subscriber metrics versus free cash flow for the dividend. AT&T's $800 offer requires a 300-month phone payment plan, and that the iPhone will be locked on AT&T's network. AT&T's goal is clear. Hold on to, and perhaps even grow, your wireless subscribers ahead of T-Mobile's differentiated 2.5 gigahertz deployment and Verizon's 5G marketing push. This should provide a positive subscriber metric for AT&T and an opportunity to get more subscribers onto HBO Max. The accounting of handset sales will also protect its reported EBITDA. However, cash EBITDA and ultimately the free cash flow that funds the dividend will likely take a hit this year and next from this promotion. Lessons not learned? Back in 2017, wireless operators assured investors that they had learned their lesson after the costly promotions in 2016, when everyone matched T-Mobile's aggressive initial $650 trade-in offer. In the run-up to the iPhone 8, Verizon and AT&T signaled to investors, and effectively T-Mobile, that it was not economical to respond to T-Mobile's offers. The signaling worked as all the operators offered a far lower promotion in 2017. Upgrade rates then sank to new lows. We quote Mike Sievert from September 14, 2017, quote, It turns out that free iPhones weren't a great way to get people to switch. Will T-Mobile respond? Perhaps Sievert was the only CEO to learn the lessons of 2016-2017, as T-Mobile has not yet announced any promotion for Apple's new phones. Or perhaps this was just a marketing fail by T-Mobile. It's striking to see no promotions from T-Mobile next to Verizon and AT&T's red-texted promotions on Apple's website. The press has already picked up on it. T-Mobile has historically claimed to avoid the Q4 noise and focus their promotions in Q1. Nevertheless, the visual on the Apple site is just not good. T-Mobile's iPhone list price is $30 higher than its peers, they have no special offer, and Sprint's brand still appears. Just check out the juxtaposition of how T-Mobile looks on Apple's site compared to what former CEO John Ledger was tweeting last year. Synergies are greater than promotions. CNBC pressed Sievert about the pricing differences on Apple's online store. He explained, quote, they don't have our promotions loaded yet, close quote. Why and how did that happen? 
Sievert then continued, quote, when you go to the T-Mobile site, you'll see that by far we have the best deals in the market, close quote. We went to the T-Mobile site and found no iPhone 12 promotions. Sievert then went on to discuss margin and synergies. Therein lies the answer. Is T-Mobile's network ready? We believe T-Mobile should take advantage of the iPhone launch to move Sprint subscribers to their network. Perhaps that is still coming, but in the absence of a promotion, investors might start to question the readiness of T-Mobile's network to accept the migration of the Sprint customer base. In the last update, they only moved 10% of Sprint traffic. We continue to believe that T-Mobile's 2.5 GHz spectrum will provide differentiation, but it is clearly taking longer than we expected to deploy. Vesberg on stage. We were surprised to see Verizon CEO Hans Vesberg on stage at the Apple event. This is a globally watched event, yet Verizon was given the opportunity to announce their 5G network launch on Apple stage. We believe this was the first time an operator appeared on stage at an Apple event since Stan Stigman appeared for the original iPhone launch in 2007, representing AT&T as the initial exclusive partner of Apple. We reject the suggestion by some that anyone can simply buy their way on stage with Tim Cook and estimate that Verizon now has more active iPhone users than AT&T. Is 5G UW to 5G what LTE was to 4G? Vesperg was also able to promote ultra-wideband for the millimeter-wave version of 5G. That is branding that appears to be specific to Verizon. We don't expect AT&T or T-Mobile to show a 5G UW service indicator icon on iPhones, or presumably any phones, although Verizon coyly noted to us that there is, quote, nothing preventing others from adopting it. AT&T brands its millimeter wave service as 5G+. Verizon has justifiably been criticized for the limited coverage of millimeter wave spectrum, the underlying component of ultra-wideband. However, when Verizon subscribers see a 5G UW service icon on their phones, they will likely be experiencing super-fast speeds and low latency. Conversely, a regular 5G icon will be popping up for all operators in situations when speeds are often not noticeably different than what consumers already experience on LTE. This is reminiscent of the early branding days of 4G, when operators used 4G icons for what was effectively undifferentiated 3.5G technologies. That changed with LTE. Now consumers are searching for the LTE service indicator icon on their iPhones. We are at the front of the line of the millimeter wave skeptics, but the ability to use a 5G UW icon on the iPhone is undeniably a marketing advantage for Verizon. We caught some ridicule back in 2018 when we defended AT&T's use of a 5G E indicator to market their increased spectrum deployments, but that strategy yielded clear benefits for AT&T in subsequent quarters. What about the 5G icon? As expected, Verizon also flipped the switch on their DSS technology today. That should result in customers seeing a 5G icon in many more locations, limiting the ability for its peers to attack its 5G coverage. However, it's increasingly unclear if DSS will deliver the speed lift that Verizon has promised, based on some early testing by Sasha Sagan of PCMag. Is 5G greater than LTE? Apple notes that iPhones would keep the customer off a 5G network if the LTE speeds in that location were faster, perhaps in an attempt to preserve the marketability of 5G for all carriers. 
the fact that this functionality was actually highlighted by an Apple executive in Apple's presentation is surprising and underscores some of the early marketing challenges that 5G faces compared to LTE. What about Apple? Operators have always played an important role in the iPhone replacement cycle. Changes in upgrade policies and promotions have an impact on upgrade rates. Sometimes it's positive and other times negative. Remember that more than 70% of U.S. phone sales typically occur in operator-branded stores. The early promotions from AT&T and Verizon are an incrementally positive sign for Apple. We should gain greater visibility on that impact by Thanksgiving. We remain skeptical that 5G will trigger a supercycle for Apple, but increased promotional activity bodes well for inverting the six-year contraction of device upgrade rates. It's also possible that the smaller-sized iPhone option could unleash latent demand. A larger iPhone size was the primary driver in the one and only supercycle in 2014-2015 with the introduction of the iPhone 6. 2020 should be interesting for yet one more reason. Thanks for listening to the podcast of our research. If you get a chance, check out the site. We got some interesting pictures and tweets and a must-see video of Mike Sievert getting interviewed on CNBC. Have a great night.